Rum Rising. It's a new month. It's a new day. It is a brand new energy for me. I pray you guys have risen well. Clubhouse has given us some food for thought this week. Um, I've loved all of the rooms. I've loved everything that's been happening in Shake the Room. And I'm super, super grateful for the way that this vision is coming to fruition. God is so good. And um, this morning, I just want to encourage you guys that as you step into a new month, as you step into a new day, we are seven months into the year. And if you didn't know, it's the best month of the year because I was born. <laughs> no, but it's actually a very good month because it means that we've gone past the halfway marker. I always encourage people that we should start to look at time as circular rather than linear. So it's not like there's a beginning and an end, there just is, and the energy keeps coming round and round and round. However, um, a year can be a great time to give yourself a marker to achieve something, just like a month can be or a week can be. And sometimes I think the only reason why we don't give ourselves permission to be great is because we don't have any markers that we're holding ourselves accountable to. So it's one thing to say, I wanna do this, or I wanna do that, or I wanna create this, or I wanna become that. But have you put a timeline on it? Have you dated it? Have you said, I'm going to become that by this time? I'm going to do that by this time. Because the minute that you start to date it, the minute that you give it a timeline, it's not to have the momentum that, oh my God, I'm running out of time or I'm not doing enough. It's actually to build up the momentum of giving yourself permission to be great. So when you say, right, you know what? I'm gonna do this by December. I'm gonna do this in two months. I'm gonna do this in a month. Now you've got something to work towards. And now you get to go back and take that down into smaller steps. So a couple of weeks ago, when I first started doing this room um, on the mornings, I said to you guys that I had woken up and I had written down who I am going to be when I wake up on the 25th of December, 2021 I've already written it down and I wrote down some stuff that kind of scared me like oh my god if I actually do that if I actually create that if I actually become that so I had written down three things <clears throat> sorry and those three things were different things that so it wasn't it was things that I need to become it was things I wanted to create it was things I wanted to experience it was things I wanted to do and some of them, pretty much all of them scare me. One of them was a little bit comfortable, like I'm already on my journey to creating that. So it was like, you know what? This is just my marker to say, I'm going to make this happen. But the rest of them, I felt a little in my stomach. Now, it was nothing for me to write it down and think big. But when I was then asked, okay, write smaller steps to become that, I was like, oh, shit, this is actually happening, yo. Like, I'm actually going to do this. I'm actually going to wake up on the 25th of December, 2021, having achieved these things, having worked towards them, having put time, energy and effort into making these things become a reality. And that shifted because I've been held accountable. So I've told those things to a person and that person is holding me accountable because it's one thing to be able to write things down and say, I'm going to do that, but nobody's holding you accountable. So do you know what? It's very easy to fall off. And some of your excuses will, won't even feel like excuses. 
So sometimes you put time and energy and effort and for whatever reason, it's not coming to fruition. And the easy thing for us to say to ourselves is, oh, you know what? Well, then that's not for me because I've, I've tried. And trying is a word that I don't like, I don't vibe with, I don't use. It's not in my vocabulary because I don't try, I do. Or I become, or I am. So I'm inviting you this morning to take trying out of your energy, to take trying out of your vibration and to step into, I am doing this. I am becoming this. I am that. And in order to get there, get you an accountability partner, get you somebody that is going to hold you accountable to becoming, doing, creating, being those things, creating those shifts in your life. And that accountability partner can be anybody it can be a friend it can be a relative but make sure that it's somebody that is actually going to hold you accountable regardless to what's not happening and regardless to when you don't feel up to it because the thing is one thing that I learned about my life is that I was I had people to hold me accountable but guess what babes they were holding me accountable to my bs because they weren't willing to jump they weren't willing to take risks. They weren't willing to step into the deep end and say, yo, I can't swim, but I'm going to tread some water until I learn to swim and then I'm going to swim. They were just like, babes, you know what? You've done so much already. Be proud of yourself. Or, oh my God, you're going through grief right now. It's acceptable. You don't want that kind of accountability person. You want the accountability person that is going to remind you of who you really are, not the bullshit that you've been holding yourself accountable to. So I want you to get an accountability partner that's going to make you uncomfortable, that's going to stir up something inside of you that is means that, you know what, not only are they going to build you up so that you have courage, not only are they going to support you with love, but actually they're going to make you uncomfortable. And right now in our group that I've created called Elevate, this is what's happening. I've given people accountability partners and the way that the universe has picked them, it is incredible to watch. It's actually hilarious because everybody's so uncomfortable and actually people have attracted the opposite to what they are. What happens when we attract the opposite to what we are? We have something to learn. We've got someone to teach us as much as we've got something to learn. I tweeted a couple of weeks ago, nobody, nobody inspires me to be great more than people that I don't like. And when I say I don't like, I'm talking about their habits and behaviors. So when people lie, it encourages me to be more of my truth. When people shrink and get small, it encourages me to run and take more risks. When people tell um, on like late and not on time, it encourages me to be like, yo, you better start taking yourself serious, Tanya, and you better start making sure that you're before time. So I use other people's weaknesses to show me my own, and then I use that to allow myself to become better. I use people's flaws and weaknesses to show me my own, and I use that to become better. I feel that something is screaming at me to tell me, to tell y'all, some of you need to get a pen. I use other people's weaknesses and flaws to show me my own so I can become better. Notice how much it's about me. 
but sometimes it shows up outside of us. It's irritating. It winds you up. It disturbs you. It rattles your core a little bit. And maybe that's because you've got something to learn. And I'm always willing to learn. So I allow people's flaws and weaknesses to reveal my own. And when I find my weaknesses and flaws, past the ones that I'm already aware of, because we're aware of some of our weaknesses, we're aware of some of our flaws, but there's some parts of us that we're uncomfortable to look at. But I use the community, I use other people to reveal mine, and then I've got a list of things that I need to work on, a list of things that I need to improve. And I take that to my accountability partner. And I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna just call myself out. This is what I'm working on. This is what I struggle with. So don't let me fall off of this. I gave you guys this the other week. Get a piece of paper, split it in half. On one side, write your excuses. On the other side, write your execution. The only way that you're really going to know if you're getting better, the only way that you're going to be able to play in a different field, the only way that you're going to be able to punch what right now feels above your weight is to hold yourself accountable. And it's hard because we have been comfortable holding ourselves accountable to who and what we currently are. And again, I've been saying this, but I'm going to echo it. I'm going to scream it. I'm going to shout it. You've got more. 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 Can you imagine when that becomes your comfortable sector? Can you imagine when that becomes your momentum? Can you imagine when that becomes your algorithm? And you know what's so scary? When that then becomes your algorithm, baby girl, baby boy, you start expecting that from everybody. And that's sometimes where accountability fails us. I became so accountable to myself that I outgrew my friendship circle real quick. I became so willing to punch into myself every day into my computer you've got more you've got more you've got more you've got more that I recognize bro I am running right now and my girl them were crawling if they were even moving out of their bed so me being Tanya I set up a couple of things I was like right guys instead of just having a normal whatsapp chat we're going to have a group chat of accountability and they strolled in and they dragged in their feet and yard, yard, yard. And I was like, whoa. And so it brought up another stage of uncomfortableness of like, wow, I can't even, they can't hold me accountable because what they're willing to hold their selves accountable to, I don't want to be around that, to be honest. So I outgrew people, I outgrew spaces, I outgrew the things that I'm in. So then I had to walk into rooms that made me uncomfortable. And I will keep walking into rooms that make me uncomfortable. And that is where I became accountable to another level. And again, and again, and again, and it just keeps going and it just keeps growing and you just keep expanding. But the one great thing about us as human beings, we're actually spiritual beings having a human experience. So as a part of this human experience, we attract plus and minus three of our own current vibration. What does that mean? It means I will be around people 
just in terms of money, for instance, that are earning three times my wages and three times less than my wages. If you calculate the five people that you spend the most time with and you did the average of all of your income, you will recognize that that is the income that you were all pretty much on. That's what you're currently worth. I use something as simple as that to say, bruh, this is not my portion. And that was no disrespect to none of my friends or anybody that I hanged around with, but it was to say, why am I playing this small? Why am I playing this small? If you are the eighth person hanging around with nine millionaires, who's going to be the next millionaire? And let's talk outside of money. If you are in a circle of people, think about the five people you spend the majority of your time with. What is the tone of the conversation? Is the conversation uplifting, encouraging, empowering? Is the conversation giving you new information every time you speak? Or are you sitting in those circles of the gossipers? Are you sitting in those circles of, can you believe what's happening in the world and coronavirus is so bad and we're all gonna this and we're all gonna that and Boris is this and Boris is that. Is that making you feel good? Is that conversation empowering your life or kickstarting your day? Do the average of that. Are you hanging around with one person that speaks encouraging, amazing, motivational, teaches you every time you speak to them and four people that drag you down? That is the plus and minus three of your energy. And so what we like to do sometimes is go to the mirror and say, you know what, I'm good, I'm good, but everybody else around me is on something that I'm not. Well then babes, let me tell you the truth, you're not good because you only attract plus and minus three of your energy. So where is that energy in you? Where is that lack in you? I have been coaching and teaching many people for many years, whether it's dance, whether it's mindset, whether it's motivational. And I say to people, I've only ever taught five people because face changes, but the energy remains. We will have a group of people and there will be one person that's always late. There will be one person that's always fighting against the truth. There will be one person that's soaring and smashing ceilings. And guess what? The energy stays, it just changes the person. It just changes. Some of you have been in groups with me now for a couple of years. Ask yourself the question, do you see what I'm saying? That means the energy is not outside of you. It's still within you. So as we step into this new month, as we step into seven months into the year, what I love about the number seven is it means harmony. It means heaven. It means cycle of nature. So it means it's a cycle coming around full circle. So as we step into seven and we start to recognize and feel what seven means, and we start to recognize that six months of this year have already gone. Are you proud of yourself? Have you given it all? Have you stepped into some new things? Have you elevated? Have you leveled up? Have you said, you know what? I've got more. Or are you, or are you beginning to run on empty? Because by summer, a lot of people go, oh, the sun's out. Oh, yep, yeah, let's just enjoy the sun. 
Yes, absolutely enjoy the sun. Absolutely enjoy the holidays. Absolutely enjoy the vibration of people being in good moods and good energy, but be accountable for what you're bringing to the table. Be accountable that you've got more. Be accountable that actually to be your greatest self, you've got to get around people that are willing to hold you accountable to being great. I say this and I say it with chest. Last year, in the midst of coronavirus, in the midst of the world, if you want to say, came to a stop, God sent me a little angel. And this angel gave me permission to be great. The only thing that he spoke into me was, be great. Every day he said to me, what are you doing to be great? Every day he was like, yo, are you being great? And let me tell y'all, that was the momentum that I needed because somebody actually believed in me more than I believed in myself. And for the type of energy that I have, I was used to disappointing myself. I was used to letting myself down. I was used to counting myself out. But when it comes to being accountable and proving other people and showing other people and pulling other people out, I'm good at that. So I switched it and I leaned on that person's energy, that person's belief, that person's desires for me. And I was like, whoa, if this person sees me as being great, you know what? I'm going to be great. I am going to be great because they believe that I'm great and I don't see what they see yet. I can't even hear what he's saying to me. I don't fully understand it, but you know what? I'm going to lean on his faith in me. And that's the power of people. But you see, when you're around the wrong people, you don't even have that to lean into. And you see, when you're in the wrong place within yourself, you don't even hear that that's a choice that you can make. I believe in some people way more than they believe in their self. And I'm telling you that if this message is for you and you can't see something in you that I can see, lean into my belief. Lean into showing me that you know what, you can be great. Do it to your parents, whoever you need it for. It's not from a place of proving, it's from a place of, do you know what? I'm gonna stand on their shoulders so I can see a new vision for myself. I'm going to stay tucked into their energy because it's given me something that I never had before. I'm going to lean on their faith because my faith is running low. As we step into this new month and this seven month in the year, I'm inviting you guys to get accountable to being better than you've ever seen yourself before. To get accountable to saying, you know what? I started the year strong. I fell off in the middle. Life hit me hard. But you know what? I've still got breath. I've still got energy. So I'm going to push and I'm going to press. And you know what? In December of 2021, I am going to have a celebration party for me because I slayed some dragons. I won through some things. I warrior through some season. And I'm here to tell the story because, oh my gosh, what a God I serve. What an amazing level of accountability that I got myself surrounded by. I got in and I started to believe in myself. And for the first time or the second time in my life, I have done some things that I am proud of. I didn't start the year like this, but I'm finishing strong. Or I started strong and I fell off in the middle, but I'm still finishing strong because I've got more. Can you imagine if that was the voice that you woke up with? Can you imagine if that was the testimony that you had to tell in December? 
but it's going to mean that you get truthful with yourself. It's going to mean that you be honest with yourself. It's going to mean that you fall, but when you fall, fall on your back. So if your head is up, you can get up. That's what Les Brown says, and I love it. And then he goes, oh, he, 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 he. <laughs> he's so funny. His laugh actually reminds me of my granddad. But get in the algorithm of understanding that you've got more and to be more, you've got to be accountable for more. With more comes more responsibility. With more comes more like vision, the ability to see yourself differently. One thing that I say about support is I can only see what's in front of me. But when I've got people to the side of me, now my vision's different. We can see more together. And sometimes that more that we can see together is uncomfortable. I ain't gonna tell no lies. But you know what? When you start to lean on other people's faith, when you start to lean into the accountability of greatness, when you start to give yourself permission to be great and that accountability kicks in, my girl, my guy, listen, it is like an engine inside of you that is just fired up. It is just fired up. And the way that you can blaze a trail through your bullshit is incredible. The same way that you can blaze a path to who you really are. There ain't no stopping me now. There ain't no stopping me now because I've started to see myself differently. And you know, the crazy thing about it is there's people that believe in me. And you know what? My faith is greater in people sometimes than it is in myself. So I'm not feeling to let nobody down. We will slay some dragons. Do something that makes you proud. Do something that just starts that engine. Do something that just fires you up. And it's the craziest thing, because by now I'm so turned up. It's my birthday in a couple of days and I'm lit. Every day memories are popping up. I be doing stuff all year. And it's one year where I've just been calm. And I'm like, what is this? Go, I'm a cancer, get up, do something, have some fun, turn up. And I can't feel it coming. But it's because all year I've been doing shit that scares me. All year I've been doing things where it's like, okay, girl, where I'm actually saying to myself, who do you think you are? And I'm like, I don't care who I think I am. This is who I am. Let's go. So the momentum is always here now. The momentum, the fire is always lit. We don't get days off being our best self, babes. I'm, I'm sorry to tell you the truth. We don't get days off being our best self. And the more that you choose to be your best self on a daily is the more that your best self shows up around you. Is the more that opportunities present themselves. Is the more that doors are opening, that windows are flying open, that the wind is just blowing you in the right direction because it's all alignment, baby. So let's be aligned and accountable that in this seventh month that our momentum is gonna shift that our greatness is about to get revved up, that the uncomfortableness is gonna move us into a new arena that serves us, that our relationships are gonna be fruitful, that the words that come out of our mouth we're gonna be held accountable to, that we're gonna take action and we're gonna leap and we're gonna enjoy and we're gonna live and we're gonna celebrate and we're gonna feel good in the spirit of who we are. We're gonna stop rejecting ourselves and start accepting ourselves. We're gonna be slow to judge and quick to love and understand. 
And what I just done there is I just shared with you some of my intentions. So as I step into a month, as I step into a day, as I step into a week, I've made it a practice to set intentions. What is an intention? It is the energy that I want to receive within a day, receive within a month, receive within a year. And I say it in the now as if it's already happened. And I'm also very clear and specific about what I want. Today, I am choosing to experience this day in joy. Today, I am choosing to set intentions for the month that are going to hold me accountable to being my best self. Today, I am inviting new energy in. Today, I am standing on the shoulders and beliefs and truth of my ancestors, and I am holding and reaching and pressing with the baton that they pass down to me, that encourage, encourages me and allows me to step up and stand out and fight for everything that they've already put down and laid the foundation of. I will stand on it in my truth. I will share it in my truth. I will carry it in my truth. If you didn't know, nothing is written down in front of me. I come in here and I speak <laughs> from my head every day that I'm in here. Because my spirit is fired up. Because I'm getting more out of my mind of how I think sh things should be. And I'm stepping more into my feelings not the feelings that control me, not the feelings that we've had a relationship with for so much. I'm stepping into the feeling that connects me to all that is. The feeling that brings me into peace and alignment within myself and within the world. We are all connected on a level that we don't fully understand. We are not separate from each other. And this is why we are held accountable to what we are around. We are accountable to what we are around because we are connected on a deeper level than any of us could ever imagine. There is no mistake that any of you are hearing the sound of my voice right now. There is no mistake as to why you are in the room at this specific time hearing this specific message. There is no mistake because my spirit knows your spirit way before we got here, way before we knew ourselves as human. And so often we forget to stop and take in the amazingness that's unfolding around us. We forget to be accountable to the gift of breath. We forget to have gratitude that we've risen in a new month, in a new day. Many people haven't made it this far. And so that alone should let us know that we've got more. The fact, the very fact, and it is a fact, that you are alive and awake in this day. There is something for you to receive. Are you open to it? There is something for you to give. Are you walking around open? Are you walking around present? 
Are you walking around connected? There is something. There is some reason why we are awake and alive and your ears are under the sound of my voice right now. And when you start to believe and connect on that level, not only to yourself, but to the creator, but to other people, that's when I walk with that affirmation that every person I meet is a reflection of me. And sometimes I have to swallow hard because I don't like some of the reflections of me. But I'm willing to look at the reflections that are uncomfortable and say, yo, is there something in me that I can be held accountable to cleaning up? Is there something in me that I can be accountable to changing? As much as I look at the reflections of me that I'm like, whoa, that person is stunning. That person is beautiful. And I may not see that beauty in me. But am I willing to find that beauty within me? Some of us are holding ourselves accountable to our pain, our lack, our burdens, our struggles, our scars. And you know what I love about all of my scars is their beauty marks. They're a reminder that not only did I go through something, but I survived it. I survived it. You're awake, you're alive, you've survived. And as we step into month seven, I want to invite you to thrive. Thriving's a different ball game. You've been in survival mode for so long. When are you gonna thrive? Thriving mode is different, baby. Thriving mode is your portion. Thriving mode is available to you, but you gotta choose if you wanna stay focused on the problems or you wanna move to the solutions. So we're gonna do a process. And when I say a process, we're gonna just take some breaths. If you're in a place where you can shut your eyes, even better. But I want us to breathe in some new energy and release some old shit. I want us to take some breaths into who we are and what we're becoming and breathe out everything that we thought we couldn't be. So let's go. I want you to take a deep breath. And shut your eyes if you can. And breathe out. And keep taking deep breaths in. And breathe out. And I just want you to become present to your own breath, to your own energy, to your own life, to your own mind, to your own body, to your own thoughts. And focus on breathing in and breathing out. And with each breath that you take for the next couple seconds, say thank you. Say thank you from your heart. Say thank you from your mind. Say thank you from your soul. Say thank you from your body. 
because it is with all of those things, your mind, your body, your soul, your heart, that you are gonna breathe new ideas, not just into yourself, but into this world, into your communities, into your families, into your relationships, into your children, into the world. And that's a big responsibility. Take a deep breath in and breathe out. Just feel your shoulders relax. Feel yourself coming more and more into peace. When I say you've got more, you've got more peace within you. When I say you've got more, you've got more love within you. When I say you've got more, you've got more kindness within you. When I say you've got more, you've got more compassion within you. When I say you've got more, you've got more greatness within you. When I say you've got more, you've got more vision within you. When I say you've got more, you've got more purpose within you. When I say you've got more, you've got more energy within you. When I say you've got more, you've got more of God within you. When I say you've got more, you've got more of yourself within you. When I say you've got more, you've got more of a calling within you. When I say you've got more, you've got more light within you. When I say you've got more, you've got more courage within you. When I say you've got more, you've got more of everything within you. I want you to take a deep breath in. And on this out breath, I want you to promise yourself that you're gonna pump out that more. I want you to breathe in all that is and pump out a commitment to push out that more within you. I want you to take a deep breath in and I want you to hold that breath, hold that breath, hold yourself accountable, hold the life that was it is within you hold the love that is within you hold the peace that is within you hold the joy that is within you and decide that when I say breathe out that you're going to breathe out that joy breathe out that peace breathe out that love push it out push it out keep pushing that breath Keep pushing it, keep pushing it, keep pushing it, keep pushing it, keep pushing out that more. And relax. And maybe today, and maybe for the rest of the month, that's all that you need to invite yourself to do. To take deep breaths in of that more that is all around you, yet it is within you. And when you take it in, hold on to it. Hold yourself accountable to receiving, being, giving more joy. To receiving, being, giving more love. To receiving, being, having more vision. Whatever it is, hold the breath. Hold the moments. Hold the memories that make you feel good. 
because we've been holding on to things that don't make us feel great. And when you release, I want you to release everything that doesn't serve you. As much as I want you to breathe more into everything that does. Lean into other people's faith. Lean into other people's beliefs. Lean into anything that's going to make you feel better about life itself. Because believe it or not, this is a gift. And the only way that we get to recognize the gift that it is, is by opening the present. Don't let that go over your head. The only way that we get to appreciate, deeply appreciate the gift that this life is, is by opening the present. There is nothing like the power of now. There is nothing like giving yourself permission to be present. There is nothing like the gift of saying in the present moment of anything, I have more. I have more. I have more. In this new month and in this new day, I invite each and every single one of you to believe that you've got more, more peace, more love, more joy, more kindness, more discernment. And I invite you to run so far from your less that you don't even remember what it looks like. Hold yourself accountable to being great. Come off of this call and write down some intentions to what you are going to be, do, have and become. Do it. Don't waste any more time not taking action. Do it. Pin it on a wall so you can see it. And then after that, send it to someone who's going to hold you accountable and then write down smaller steps and become that. Prove to yourself that you've got more. Prove to your children that they've got more. Prove to your colleagues that they've got more. Prove to this world that we've all got more because we talk about this world like we're not in it, like we're not a part of it, like we can't contribute to it. And it's our season, it's our time. So we must rise like the phoenix out of the ashes. It is our time to stand up. It is our time to elevate. It is our time to execute. It is our time to take action because we have more. I wanna thank y'all for joining me. You probably experienced a couple of my personalities, <laughs> but honestly, it's a good day to have a great day. I'm actually gonna take a risk today. <laughs> A big risk. I'm so excited. I'm just going to make sure that it's still available so y'all can hold me accountable. If anybody wants to come up to the stage and talk about this message or how you're going about your new month or if you're inspired or whatever it is, or you just want to encourage anybody in their day for this new month and new day ahead, then let's go. I'm just looking for the thing that I said I'm going to do while I'm here so y'all can hold me accountable. But if anybody wants to come to the stage, please do. And I'm just gonna, um, oh, let's see, let's see, let's see. Anybody coming up? Oh, we got somebody. 
Grand Rising, Miss Tina. Hey. How are you? I'm great. Thank you so much for that amazing reminder. Um, the gratitude of breath. Um, giving birth to a new me. Come on. Which I, which I try to do daily. I, I just, wow, there's just things that I've got to give birth to. In my thoughts, in my intention, in my mindset. And like you said, there's things that I have to breathe out, let go of. I've been holding on to them for too long. And I want to breathe more life into what is going to help us to rise. I think you said a lot because you said that we're talking about life like, oh, this coronavirus and oh, that and oh, Boris, you know. None of us would like Boris's job. Come on. So some, sometimes I send Boris a lot of love, you know, because if we was in that job and in that position... What would, what would we do? Because even in our own life, we're talking about, oh, this is happening and that is happening like it's outside of ourselves, like we don't have control over it. And there's so much control that we have over everything. Period. Everything that is happening. So speaking about birth as well and giving birth to five children, you know, the first one, man, I didn't know what the hell I was doing. I tell you, I was just like... What the hell is this about? I, I think at one point I always say that I shut my eyes and count to ten, and I don't know if I opened them ever since. <laughs> but as as with your being the second child that I gave birth to, I was very intentional after having forceps and you know being aided. You know, I I felt like I need to. I require to do this with my God. So I used one day at time, sweet Jesus. I sang. And I breathed, I used song and breath. And when you're telling us today, going back to breath, we don't appreciate how important our breath is. And we don't appreciate how, honestly, like if they could have told me anything, we might rely on epidural or pethidine or this painkiller or whatever, but the biggest assistant was breath. When I started to master giving birth, and honestly, I, I mastered it towards the end, <laughs> you know, five later, it was breath. That was the biggest assistance. Breath. Amen. Breath. Breath. So today, you just took us back to the source of life, the breath. We're all here because there's still breath in us. And another lesson to my, my good friend that's on the line, <laughs> you know, um, when you were saying about be the present, like we have to be in the present and we won't get the gift of the day if we're not in the present. Learned behaviour, yeah, from our parents, some of us, it teaches us to hoard, it teaches us to hold on to things. So what happens is somebody gives you a birthday present, even a birthday cake, yeah, and you say, yeah, 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 I'm going to eat it, I'm going to eat it, and, and you hold on to it, it goes mouldy, you don't eat the cake, you don't unwrap the gift, you don't appreciate the present because you're living in that I'm going to, I'm going to save that until, I'm going to wait until, and the only thing that we have, and that is promised, is right here, right now. The only thing we have is this present moment, and if we're not appreciating it and living in this moment, then how do we know that we're going to even be able to open that gift? Come on. And I think it speaks a kind of like unconscious disrespect to the people that are giving you the gift. Because you're like, yeah, thanks, but I'm grateful. Are you unwrapping it? 
Are you vasting in the appreciation of the present? Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you so much for being present and continuing to slay and being present to the queen that you are. It is a journey. And um, it's funny because to this morning when I picked one of my sticks, because y'all know I'll be picking sticks. Before I read that, actually, I want to give you guys a magic formula. I love the word magic. Um, I use that word. But I want to give you guys a formula that you can start to use if you're not already doing a power hour. This is six minutes to kick start your day, just six minutes that can begin to completely change your life. So you do six minutes, six exercises, one minute of each thing. Here you go. You do a minute of silence, a minute of affirmations, a minute of visualization, a minute of writing, a minute of reading, and a minute of exercise. That is six minutes that you can begin to choose to change your life. And you can do this six minutes. I would say do it first thing in the morning when you're short on time or if you haven't got an hour. I don't ever believe we are short on time. I believe that we can make time for ourselves and we should be making time for ourselves. We should be making time to journal, read, pray, meditate, listen to positive audios, all of that good stuff, sit in silence. But if for whatever reason you don't have an hour, half an hour, whatever, or any moment throughout the day, you feel your vibration shifting, you feel your energy moving, take those six minutes and do those things seriously even if when you're affirming for a minute you keep saying I've got more I've got more I've got more I've got more do you know how that will change the way that you're thinking about what you're currently experiencing it's little things that become big things that make the overall difference to how we choose to experience anything it's little things that become big things that make the overall difference to how we choose to experience anything. I say we choose on purpose because when you recognize how much power you really have, you really start to understand how much you're choosing. And what we do as human beings is we choose difficult lessons sometimes because it's the only thing that's going to teach us. It's the only thing that's going to prepare us. It's the only thing that's going to propel us. But you've got to give yourself permission to choose to propel past what you're currently experiencing. And again, it's all choice. As much as we have a great father or a great creator that has created everything and probably knows our path, our decision, our choices before we take them, he's still given us choice. Use it. Use it wisely. And the one thing that I was going to say is when I picked my sticks this morning, I knew I was going to pick this stick. And of course I picked I am a queen because that's exactly what I am. But I knew I was going to get that stick because I really woke up in this queen energy. And when I say this queen energy, it's not just a figure of speech. It is me choosing 
to be my best daily, choosing to be in alignment with my queendom, choosing to recognize that by me living, being, experiencing this journey called life, I am connected to people and things. So therefore I have a responsibility to what I am connected to. I am responsible for how I show up. I am responsible for how I interact. I am responsible for how I connect. I am responsible. And when we think of kings and queens, they have responsibilities. And with responsibility becomes accountability. Why are people mad with people like Boris? Because they feel that he's failing on his responsibilities. They're not happy with what he's holding us accountable to. And my conversation is this, if you don't like it, get into politics, boo. Get in that room, sit on that table. You lead, because it's one thing to sit down, it's another thing to lead. Get into leadership and recognize the responsibility that comes when you decide to lead. Because many of us are bench players. Ain't on the pitch, ain't in the game, but I've got a lot to say. Get in the game and the game is different on the pitch to when you're sitting in the stands. Get in the game of your life. Stop sitting on the bench. Stop having an opinion. Choose something different. And then hold yourself accountable to the greatness within that. Everybody's got a lot to say about Sterling until he scores for England, right? He's doing great under pressure, but he's holding himself accountable to being the greatness that he is. That's what we've got to do for ourselves. Are you looking at life to learn or are you looking at life to judge? You've got to hold yourself accountable to being in the arena to play the game. And this is when I picked a stick. I am a queen. Here's what the book says. Back in 2015, I changed my mental, emotional and physical residence to Abundance Lane, where I chose to reside at Queendom Heights. Although it's all an imaginary address, I would actually use this address on all my emails and professional business letters. Yes, I made up my address in my mind, but please believe me when I say I resided there every day of my life and I still do. On my journey of self-love and self-rediscovery, I realized more and more simply how much your state of mind truly contributes to your quality of life. We often hold ourselves accountable to being so much less than we truly are. We allow our current circumstances to dictate our future and we allow our past to determine who we are now. Yet the deeper I went on my journey, I started to realize that my past only has an impact on my present if I allow it to. My future is completely blank and I truly am abundant in the gift of now. Just because I can't see it now, it doesn't mean it's not happening. I am a queen. I began to recognize the power that I have as a person a whole being, a human being, having a spiritual experience, therefore co-creating my life on so many different dimensions at the same time. Yet what fascinated me the most was my feminine power. 
the infinite power I have as a woman, the divine ability to attract and create, the ability to handle way more than I could ever imagine, the resilience to push through, the courage to step into the unknown, the desire to create impact and have influence, the passion to help others, the love to forgive, the wisdom to teach and share, and the strength to build, the gift to see way beyond our current realities, the ability to tap into and trust the unknown were all ingredients that made me whole, a whole queen. The infinite power and understanding to know nothing exists outside of me. Confidence, wisdom, knowledge, compassion, honesty and integrity, which are some of my small traits that I discovered in me that truly allowed me to believe that I am a queen. Being a queen is not just an affirmation or a figure of speech. Being a queen is a lifestyle of power, strength, tenacity, honesty, and legacy. How are you truly tapping in? And it's the same if you're a king. How are you building your legacy? It's month seven. Legacy isn't about what we leave. Legacy is about who we are. Who are you being every day that is creating the legacy that you are gonna be proud, proud to leave behind? The legacy that will be spoken about when you are no longer here for decades and centuries. The legacy that your great, 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 great grandchildren are gonna walk into and stand on. The legacy that maybe if you don't even have children that your friends are gonna continue and run with. What are you doing with that dash that is between the day you were born and the day you will die? Like Lisa says, are you making that dash dance? Or are people gonna forget you? Because if there's one thing I know about death, people forget dead people real quick. Oh, yeah. Yes, ma'am. No fun that you're saying this because in this period of grief and your topic, the trials and the blessings of accountability, um, losing my father, and it's not to say that's the first death because the family has had a lot of grief, um, if you know us. Um, in this season of lockdown and the rules have been different and yet yeah, lots of different things, the one thing that I'm so grateful for is that I rise every day at five o'clock with my family. Tanya said, let's pray. And we pray every every morning at five o'clock. Um, and then we go on to 5.15. We go on to um, a class what Tanya's created in the network, um, 5 a.m. or whatever we want to call it. And there's a circle of women and they hold me accountable to my word. And they hold me accountable to being my best, even during grief. And some of them, because they're human, they may have said, it's all right, you don't have to push so hard, Tina. But most of them understood me that even when you're feeling bad, when you're being accountable to your best self, your highest self, when you really truly understand that God has you regardless to what, it's a different level of accountability. And when you were speaking about 
looking through the seasons of my life, looking through the years and the decades, there was a time, and everything is a blessing. I don't, I don't um, diss any of it. But there would be people that love to hear that I'm in pain. They'd be my best friend. Oh, wow. They will babysit that bullshit day in and day out. And they're doing it from a perspective that what they think is love. But it's like they're attracting more of that for me because I don't want that. I don't want to be, I don't want to be in that not feeling good space. The difference with this now was not feeling great around my father's death, but having a circle of people that were intentional on holding me to my highest. That was a difference. That was amazing difference, even in terms to how I grieved. Honestly, and it's powerful. And I've witnessed the power of it. For those of you who are in the room, I'm a person and both of my parents are in here and they can hold me accountable to this. I am very independent. I do not like to ask for help. I rarely ask for help. I just crack on and do what it is that I've got to do. And I more tell people what I'm doing once it's been done. The other day I received, I got a job um, and everybody's like, what, you got a job? Oh, and then one of my sisters is like, oh, you did that secret thing where you go to the secret interview and then you have a job. I don't tell people my movements as such because I recognize protection and I, I'm able to hold myself in a space and I do what I've got to do and I let the results speak for themselves. Now I say all of that to say, when you can hold yourself to a certain level, it's great. But when you get around people that are willing to hold you to another level, it's different. Mum is very good at holding herself accountable, cracking on. As a matter of fact, she has been a cheerleader in holding so much of the group accountable. And in the season when her father passed away, she was on an 100 day run of doing a walking for 100 days. And it was quite near the end. I believe it was 90 something days or maybe 80 something days. And that day she legit was broken, which is totally understandable. There were many circumstances attached to the situation that have made it way more intense than other deaths. And she said, I am not walking today. And many people were like, that's cool. It's understandable. You've reached your goal. Some of the sisters came over to the house, walked with her around the block. It is different. They were not letting her fall off. And as they walked with her around the block, I stayed at the home, I tidied up the house because that's what support is. I never realized how hard it was to eat when somebody dies. I never realized how much I wasn't eating when my grandfather died because eating was one of the the least things on my list of things to do. I totally forgot about eating food. But I've always watched how my parents, when other people die, they cook for them every day. They make sure they've got food every day. And this is the thing. Sometimes we're accountable to being in our own lane so much that we have no spirit of community. We have no spirit of reaching out. We have no spirit of making sure people are good. When my grandfather died, I was broken The the only reason I could show up is because I had people to show up to. But I was broken, bro. Broken. If people actually reached out to me, I was telling them I'm not okay. Don't be fooled because, oh, I'm showing up. I show up because I understand what it has to do. But the accountability was driving me. But internally, I was shattered. 
But that is what the spirit of community does. It allows people to be there for you when you don't even know that you can't be there for yourself. It allows people to step in and hold your hand. It allows people to take a little bit of your load. Notice what I said, lean into other people's faith, lean into other people's belief, lean in. Because we were never called to do this thing called life alone, ever. And believe me, I am the person that had a mantra. I was born by myself. I'm going to die by myself. I don't need no one else. That was my testimony. And it served me for a season where people couldn't hold me accountable to being great, but it doesn't serve me in this season where the world is shifting, the world is changing, and we have to have a say, we have to be a part of it. Otherwise, we're going to be sitting on the fence saying, you know what, this has happened and that has happened and this has happened and that has happened. But what are you willing to do for the youth? What are you willing to do for the adults that have fallen off? What are you willing to do for the drug addicts? What are you willing to do for the people that are pushing and imposing power? What are you willing to do? Because sitting at home speaking about it is not enough. Certain things in this time were been done in Anguilla and Anguillians are my people. You know what I did? I wrote to the government because I don't like it. So when I'm saying you've got more, there are so many levels to you. I know who my Anguillian people are. I know what they've done to fight for the independence that they have. And you think that however many years later, I'm going to let other people come in and take over an island. Get out of here. I will do what I've got to do from sitting on my chair and I don't need to speak about it. I don't need to post about it. I see what's happening in our schools. So I go into the schools and I don't need to talk about it because there are people that know what I do and are holding me accountable to that greatness, but I don't have to post and put out every move that we make. You don't have to do that either. I'm not saying share everything that you do, but I'm saying when you shut your eyes, because one day we're gonna shut our eyes and that box is gonna close and we will go six feet under or we will be burnt. Have you done enough? Have you? Have you? Have you? Also, Tanya and, and Claudine's in the room, my two children, two out of the six are here. And when we have these conversations, like I know, like I know, like I know, I was connecting to my dad's spirit. And my dad wasn't like, when, you, when his parents died, life went on. That's not saying that he didn't care. But if I sat down just, <laughs> I weren't doing that for my dad. I weren't doing that for who my dad is. And I've said to these, I've said to these two, there's gonna be a time, you know, maybe hopefully that I go before them. And I understand that I'm going before them. And that means that they're not gonna be sitting down, they have to do what they have to do. I'm not saying that people can't breathe, but I'm saying because they know who I am and because they've seen how I've dealt with life, then they gotta choose whether they're really doing it in my honor and in the spirit of who I was and what I believe in, or are they doing it for themselves? And sometimes when we're going through stuff, we're going through it from our perspective. Well, well, you know, it's hard and it, because that's who we are. That isn't about the person that we're supporting. So when Tanya, Coach T, says, really, who's this about? Is that about us or about them? Ask yourself really that question sometimes when we're dealing with things. Because we will say so much because I'm doing this or I'm doing that. So much for what? So much because really and truthfully, I don't know, we're not being our word with ourselves anyway. 
So when something comes, where they know it's because of this or it's because of that, what are we holding ourselves accountable to? So when it says accountability, look what it's saying, the ability to account. So when Tanya was saying about finances, yeah, are we adding up or are we taking away? So what we're doing in the time of grief, what we're doing in the time of sickness, what we're doing in the time of well-being or health, is it adding or is it taking away? That's what ability to account looks like. How are you accounting? Because sometimes you've got to take away. That's life, accounts. You're going to take away, it's going to, but you know what it's been taken away for. So how are we really and truthfully accounting to the credit and the value of our life? That's what ability to account looks like in life. I love that. So thank you guys. And also there are seasons where, bro, I go to my bed. I go to sleep because that's what I need to be accountable for, rest. I need to be accountable for a reset. I need to be accountable for, you know, revitalizing. I take weeks off. I take weeks out and I choose not to connect with anybody but myself. But it's about being accountable to being your best, whatever that looks like in whatever season, making the right choices for you and you alone. And you know what's so beautiful about that? It's different for every single person. It's different for every person and it's different in different seasons. In different seasons, you need to be accountable for different things. In some seasons, because I go hard, I actually have to be held accountable for taking time out, having self-care, relaxing chilling just lit just just switching off so don't ever feel bad for whatever season you're in just own it just be intentional about it just be purposeful about it that's where the game changes when we're intentional about the, the reasons as to why we're doing things sometimes we're just doing things we're just here we're just there we're just giving we're just this we're just that and there's no intention there's no purpose so therefore there's no accountability what are you taking account of that's where the game changes so i pray this message has been good I'm leaving out with my favorite song for this year so far. This is my legit favorite song. It gets played a million times, a million times, a million times, because it's just everything. So I pray you enjoy it. I pray you've enjoyed this speech. And you know what? It's July, baby. By the grace of God, the next time that I'm in this room, I will be a year older. <laughs> and guess what, guys? I wanted to tell you what I'm going to hold held accountable to. I have just booked myself lunch in the sky. I've been wanting to do this for years and none of my friends will come with me. So I'm going by myself today. I'm going by myself to lunch in the sky, which is actually making me feel like a nerd. But however, I'm doing it because I've wanted to go and do it. I used to be dead or scared of heights. I'm not scared of heights anymore. I might shit myself when I'm up there, but it is what it is. I'm going to lunch in the sky. So I'll send y'all pictures when I'm up there. <laughs> gonna be acting like an ass but yeah do things that scare you do things that you've always wanted to do treat yourself and yeah just have a blessed day and a blessed month ahead
days I ain't trying to complicate things Found my heart's in the right place Said my intentions manifest in your change But life gets hard for the purpose It's gotta make the bad days worth the tears So I'll just be still, be still I can't get past them lines. Oh my Jesus. Listen, I will I, I need to tell you if you have not heard this song, Just Be by DJ Khaled featuring Justin Timberlake, please go and read the lyrics. And I'm just gonna pull it up and I'm gonna play it again. I have to. And then yeah, please listen to it. I pray for you it's in my spirit to pray 
I just want to come through in the name of God, Allah, Jah, the most high creator of all that is. I thank you so much for allowing us to come together in a time and space and reality like this. Father, I ask that as we step into this new month, that we are bold, that we have courage, that we have confidence, that you allow the fire and the wind and the air under our wings to ignite us, that we give ourselves permission to fly. I ask that we use all that you've put in us to step into who we really are and away from the things and people that have been holding us down. Father, I thank you so much for the spirit of accountability. I thank you so much for people that are believing in us, that are rooting for us, that are speaking life into us. Father God, I pray that you continue to fill them up. I pray that you continue to be the literal gift within their life that allows them to connect to you and those messages to come to us. Father, I thank you so much for every single person, every single soul, every single being that is listening to these clubhouse rooms, that is feeling empowered in these spaces, that is finding their journey and their path and their voice and their why. May we continue to step into our light. May we continue to be light pure light so that those assigned to us can find us may we release anything that doesn't serve us may we put things down that are too heavy may we take a leap in faith may we continue may we continue to believe to believe to believe in ourselves to believe that something and everything is always working out for us May we start to understand what it feels like to just be. The song says, when you have patience, you have peace. We have to let go, let go, let go, let go. And what do I hear? We have to let God, let God, let God, let God. The lighter that we travel as we step into new dimensions, as we step into new realities, if we step into new ways of being, the lighter that we go when we travel, the easier it becomes. So may we be willing to take everything off our person that doesn't serve us. May we be willing to speak to ourselves. May we be willing to speak to you. May we be willing to speak life over our lives. May we be willing to open our mouths and ask for what we want. And then may we prepare for it and may we propel into it. I believe in turnarounds. I believe that anything can be done. I believe in the unseen. I believe that you are the creator. You have things. You are magnificent. You can continue to blow our minds. I'm asking that our lives pleasantly surprise us. I'm asking that we see things manifest and come to reality that it only had to be because of you. It only had to be because we believed. It only had to be because we decided to walk on faith, because we decided to walk on water, because we decided that we are comfortable with the ground being moved from under our feet. I pray that we are willing to step into new territory and do what needs to be done. I ask and so it is. Amen. Be great, guys. Seriously, be great. Have a great day. Love y'all for real. Peace.